This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. No better time of the year than right now. We are now into round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Round one finally wrapped up with, what was it, the fourth, seventh, uh, third game seven of the first round? Man, we only had one series that only went five. Everything else went at least six. We had three game sevens, and the Devils took care of the Rangers last night. So we know the matchup. It's Carolina and New Jersey. The Seattle Kraken over the weekend did the thing. They went to Colorado, went to Denver at Ball Arena, and beat the defending champion Colorado Avalanche in a 2-1 thriller. John Forslund is the voice of the Seattle Kraken. You may recall he had spent some time here, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. I don't know why, why am I thrilled for you that the Kraken beat the Avalanche? I appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, I'm not sure it means much to anybody else, but that's good, Adam. I I really do. I really do appreciate that. Uh, there's a tremendous story here uh, with this team all season. Uh, the two years in Seattle have been absolutely incredible. Uh, even the first year where they had their challenges mm-hmm. and were below expectation, uh, launching a franchise and being part of what they're doing has been uh, a real big step for me in my career. So uh, Game 7 uh, in Denver Sunday night was uh, spectacular. Uh, they did it as a team like they've had uh, to do all year, and uh, now they march on to the next step. And that's the guy that Ron Francis paid a lot of money for, the Philip Grubauer that showed up in Game mm-hmm. 7. That was the guy that Ronnie thought that this is the guy we can invest some money in because now we have a number one goaltender. Man, he looked every bit the part. Yeah, yeah, and, and his old stomping grounds, right, against his yeah. old team and the team that kind of, you know, I'm not going to say kicked him to the curb, but they did. Uh, he took a lot of blame in his last season for the playoffs that year. Contract was up. He was a Vesna finalist, uh, and they didn't they didn't want to keep him around. So Grubauer hit the market, uh, landed a, the big contract with the Kraken for the first time in his career. Uh, a lot of money, a lot of term, and in the first season had a tough time living up to it and dealt with the pressure that was attached to it and took a lot of blame for the Seattle uh, woes in season number one. Season number two, he got off to a good start. He was injured and had a hard time gaining traction after that injury. And Martin Jones uh, mm-hmm. resurrected his career and carried the water for most of the year through the middle portion of it. But the last two or three months of the year, Grubauer started to dial in as a different goalie. And then the key was, you know, in this beginning of this series, uh, w- was he going to be the guy that knew the other side or did the other side know him too well well he won out and he basically put game seven on his shoulders and won the game there uh now he takes a big step against jake ottinger in the second round but uh, grubauer has has delivered the way he's supposed to yeah it's funny i've i've watched a lot of crack in hockey uh there's i have a, a rooting interest there because you're there um and this is an interesting team there's really only one I mean, I think bona fide future offensive star in Matty Beneers. There are some other right. very good players, but I mean, essentially the lines kind of look the same to me. Uh, there's there's an element of grit. Uh, there's a lot of talent. There's talent, but maybe a lot of second line and third line offensive players. But there is depth. 
there is so many good players, whether it's Jordan Eberle or, my, you know, my, I have a personal favorite. I love Oliver Bjorkstrand, who scored two goals and probably could have had five in the uh, in the closeout game. I mean, it, it's just an interesting team to watch. Well, it is, and and I think it's a it's payoff for for Ron and and his staff and what they tried to do with the initial expansion roster. Uh, the league had woken up a little bit to what uh, was out there for Vegas, right? Made it more difficult, but they believed in the roster they had the first season yep. and were disappointed because they thought a lot more was coming from it. So he made some trades at the end of the uh, first season, uh, crew draft choices, made made some key free agent acquisitions. You know, the second tier free agents, not. Not the big big names, mm-hmm. um, but but good enough to supplement the scoring. And then you get to this year, and everything you just said about the crack and the balance, the scoring balance is really second to none uh, with all the teams. When you look at all the teams around the league, uh, the Kraken were the highest scoring five on five team in the league this season. Not a lot of people know that they had forty six wins, they had a hundred points. Most of the, a lot of those wins were on the road. They were a top five yeah. road record team in the NHL, and and that's how they go about their business um, because their defense pairings really haven't changed much from the beginning of camp. Forward lines haven't changed too much. Uh, every line can score. They got a they got a, a, a 21 goal score on the fourth line, Daniel Sprong, mm-hmm. uh, who plays about 10 minutes a game. Uh, so, you know, this is this is how they do it. Uh, they don't have to adjust much when they get to the playoffs. They didn't have to uh, in the first round. Uh, Colorado's not the same as they were when they won the cup the season before. No. But the Kraken were able to get terrific goaltending in game seven and ride out the storm. See what happens next. This is a big step now against Dallas, but uh, the Kraken have been a, an unbelievable story in their second season. Yeah, I, I, I love Dallas too. I love the, the makeup of that team as well. Here's the thing. I was watching um, Scott Van Pelt Sports Center last night, and he was going on and on about, man, a team had set the record for wins and points in a season. They lose in the first round. The defending champions lose in the first round. And I'm thinking, where did that happen five five years ago when Tampa lost in Columbus and Carolina went to Washington in a Game 7 in double overtime and winning there? So, there are similarities between the two. So th- this is something that happens a lot. You're not surprised that Florida no. surprised Boston? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Uh, I am a little bit. I mean, the thing about this is where we lose sight of everything is when Boston's hunting down a historic record like they they like they like they were. Yeah. Um, you know, there basically becomes the focus, and and they're grinding to get those those marks, those benchmarks at the end of the season, and they're playing teams who are either already know their fate or done, and you know, it's it's silly season in April before the season ends, right? Yeah. So, 
you know, how they go into the playoffs uh, is a, is a different story. They were injured, uh, right. to older players, Bergeron, Krejci, and so on. Uh, the goaltender had an injury and he's going to win the Vesna trophy. Um, and then you have hockey, right? And that's what you're <laughs> driving at here. There's a randomness attached to this sport that doesn't exist in others. And there's parody that exists. And no matter how much we put great teams up on a pedestal, the teams that are below them are not too far off. And so anything is possible. It's proven. And I don't know why we're shocked by any of this. We shouldn't be. Uh, you know, for him to go on and on like that just shows a lack of awareness that, you know, this has happened before. Uh, this Five happened back in 2002 when Ron Francis and, yep. and Roddy and everybody, you know, led those that, that generation of Hurricane against the Detroit Red Wings of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> how many years ago was that, right? So yep. uh, this is not a shock. That's the beauty of the sport. That's why the playoffs in hockey are so great because you cannot predict what's going to happen next. I have so many things I want to ask you, but we don't have a lot of time. And John Forslund is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. So Canes play the Devils. And I know of late in the Rod Brindamore era, Canes in Boston have been the series because we've had three of them in the last four years in the playoffs. But Canes Devils is really the first one for Carolina. Yeah. You've got the back in 2001 when Scott Stevens knocked Ron Francis uh, out of the series. 2002, uh, Kevin Weeks on John Madden. 2006 and 2009, the shock at the Rock. Um, just to ask you to reminisce a little bit, what is it about? What What were your favorite moments from that matchup in the postseason? Well, all of those matchups with New Jersey were always about the mighty Devils, right? It was the mighty New Jersey Devils. Even in 09, it was the end of that era. But they still had Marty Brodeur. They still had Brendan Shanahan, who they had picked mm-hmm. up, and you know he was playing for them then. And they had some new players like a young uh, Zach Parisi and so on. So, um, but it was always about them, and it was always about the Hurricanes, you know, overcoming that. And it started in 01 when they lost their first ever playoff series at uh, the old Entertainment and Sports Arena, <laughs> and it was a standing ovation at the end of that series in the third period. I believe they were losing five to one, and the and the 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 infant stages of the Caniacs were on their feet and and going crazy. And then 02, and then you get on to the uh, the 06 run where the Devils had gone on in this unbelievable run of I believe 14 consecutive wins until the second round, and were ousted in five by by. Laviolette's Hurricanes, and then you get to 09 and the shock at the Rock and all of that. The difference here is that you have an established Carolina team now in a Stanley Cup window who's been pressing for this now for for years, uh, trying to get this group to the next spot, trying to get this group to the third round. It started in 19, but it's kind of stopped, uh, and now they have to get beyond this step. And, and, and take it as far as they can. That's what they're supposed to do, and I know they have injuries and so on, and that's part of the narrative. This Devils team is brand new. Mm-hmm. This Devils team has a totally different dimension than those older Devils teams. Those Lou Lamarillo teams were defensive-minded, great goaltending, and, and hard to play against physically. This Devils team is about as fast as you're going to see, and they defend better than people give them credit for. I was amazed at how well they defended the Rangers last night through the middle and in the defensive zone. There's always five players in the in the screen, mm-hmm. and that's a good sign. So um, this will be at a high pace. This will be a real good test in this uh, era of, of the NHL to see uh, who's going to outskill who here. Uh, but New Jersey has put together a, a remarkable season, and uh, it's the return of Dougie Hamilton, so that's going <laughs> to lend a lot to this thing too it's the return of eric holla 
John Forrest. Oh, yes, I forgot about Eric. Yes, yes. I am looking forward to that every time Hollis steps on the ice. Public enemy yeah. number number one. Uh, the uh, the Devils are the favorite in this series, even without yeah. home ice advantage. The betting market has the Devils as a slight favorite. Carolina's at plus money, which is, I, to me, not a surprise. If it's if it's about skill, I don't think the Hurricanes can win this series. I think it has to be about more than that. Yeah, well, it's going to be limiting the, the the transitional speed of the Devils, and 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 for the Canes again, like they they've shown so so often throughout the season. For me, they're the best uh, lead team in the National Hockey League. You know, they have to get the lead. It's almost imperative that the Hurricanes mm-hmm. score first. It's almost imperative that they play the lion's share of games with the lead, so they can get to a checking game, so they can they can get in position and 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 play as well coached as they are. Right. So that's that's the the hidden thing with the Hurricanes. Uh, the Devils will force you out of that comfort zone. They'll force you into rush chances. They'll force you into um, a lot of different things. And then what they've been able to do in the Rangers series has overcome an arch rival who has a lot of uh, reputation attached to them, a lot of focus on the Rangers, a lot of trades that were made, you know, and now this group of devils, always disrespected in that market, was able to get through it with the second goalie, who's a remarkable story, yes. too. So if, if Schmid can continue at the level he's at with the two shutouts and the calmness that he's playing with, and remember, he overcame adversity for the first time in his young career, too, by getting pulled and not playing well in the swing game of the series, and then he came back in and played even better than he was playing before. That's a pretty good maturation process for a young goalie. And the Hurricanes are going to have to figure out who it is. Uh, I know we'll know at puck drop who the goalie is for the Hurricanes and uh, and then go from there. But at some point that position is going to be key in the series and whoever it is is going to have to out-goal 10 to the other guy. I mean, I think it's the same. I mean, Rod, Rod can just pick it out of a hat. I really... It doesn't... Right. It, at times, it, I don't think it matters. Uh, before I let you go, I know uh, what what are you doing in round two? Where can we see John Forslund? Um, I'm uh, TNT will take over uh, the second round series. Uh, ESPN has the first uh, games one and four, the first four, and we have games two and three. So I'm going out to Vegas for Vegas and Edmonton uh, game two, then off to Edmonton game three. I'm also doing NHL radio. Um, and it looks like I'll have the Eastern Conference final uh, on NHL radio. So um, at least that's the way it's stacking up right now. And then as we get into fives and sixes and sevens, there's a share between ESPN, ABC, and, and Turner. And we'll see how that shakes out. The longer all the series go, the better that I may get a game six or a seven or something like that in the second round. So that's what's on the horizon. All right, Eastern Conference finals. So we'll uh, we'll see you then, yeah. John Forsland. There's a chance. I yes. appreciate your time. Uh, thrilled uh that seattle is still fighting and i appreciate it we'll talk again soon great adam thanks for having me you got it he is the best the one and only john forslund so the reason i chose william peace was because of their stellar game design program it's very rare to find a game design program in the united states at all let alone north carolina and this place seemed like the right place for me for where i wanted to go and the connections i could make uh, within the program turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with william peace university's simulation and game design program master design 3d modeling and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available find out more at peace.edu